0: what is up everybody welcome to comic book club i'm alex
2: i'm justin
0: i'm pete and we're coming to you live from a couple of places on the internet we're live over on crowdcast we're live on youtube we're live on facebook maybe you're listening to the audio podcast later wherever you get your find audio podcast it is all good and folks we
2: are all here tonight we're all uh, very
0: excited to be here on this January
2: big pristine internet. And I just want to say, Pete's pristine. held the the big beard on Comic Book Club for some time, but well, I'm coming for him. Yeah, I'm
3: coming Ooh. for him. Take it easy, guy. Take it easy, <laughs> Patches Malone over there. Take it oh, easy, Patches.
2: They call me Patches. Yes. I'm coming for you. It's if good. Are, are you going big... like? Are you are you going to grow a
0: whole? Uh, Jack from Twitter is literally the only guy I could think of. <laughs> oh yuck,
2: Alex, no. <laughs> yeah, I want to definitely just cosplay as Jack from Twitter.
3: Oh, that's good. You're getting ready for your Halloween costume next year.
0: Yeah, um,
2: Doctor Strange.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say you got some Doctor Strange vibes going on. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Should we do that? Should we all try to get some sort of comic book beards going on? Justin, you can go for Doctor Strange.
2: What can I do? I could do uh the, the oldest man. shave. The- <laughs> is that what you wow, said Slam. To <laughs> I'm gonna say the oldest man, Logan. Oh, oh. I uh. Well, I don't like how this is going. Why don't we bring in
0: <laughs> our guest this evening? He is the creator of a new book called Space Pilots, which is currently on Kickstarter. Eddie Claker, come on down to the stage. Hello, how are you?
4: Hello. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. What's going uh, on, guys? Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thank you for coming. I love this project. It's very fun. It launched, as of right now, you have 17 days to go. And you are at, wait, I'm going to refresh this just to make sure I don't have a <laughs> If,
4: uh, if and you announce that, if, if we hit it, you would be the no, first to announce you did it. Ah.
0: I kind of wanted to. Yeah,
4: that would uh, be great. Yeah. You're
0: very close. You have a $2,100 goal. You're currently at $2,030. Oh, so close. So like-
4: That's $5 more than the last time I checked. Well, there you go. There we go. If turn yeah. this into <laughs> a
0: fundraiser, we could start giving out tote bags. We could probably
2: get Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Tote
2: bags? Okay. <laughs> i'll start working on the totes I'll yeah, start working on the totes. Gonna,
0: yeah you're down in a basement there's probably three
2: yeah i was gonna
4: shout like out uh your 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 uh spot there jt sizzle <laughs> yeah I
2: thank you for using my given name uh and yes this is my uh dark
4: the murder dark basement that I yeah. yeah yeah i, I uh, picture the person in the blair witch in the corner
2: yeah I know
4: she <laughs> <really> <laughs> she's, needs she's coming penis.
0: on she's coming on later in the show so
4: <laughs> yeah. I oh here, yeah yeah here. sorry yeah.
0: Let's talk about your book, though. Uh, this is a great book, uh, very fun. Uh, as the title implies, you got some space pilots, you got some space hijinks going on. Talk some to us, give space us, love. Give us the pitch for the
4: project. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, so Space Pilots was born from uh, me hating my day job. Uh, essentially, <laughs> uh, I can I can sum up Space Pilots in that it is the, the day job to to um, stick it to the man quit your job. Uh, The tagline is quit your job, steal a spaceship and cause chaos. Uh, And we follow our two friends, uh, Ship and Mooney, who have um, found themselves a part of the Earth Space Mining Corps, a a, a branch of, you know, Earth as we go out into space and we mine for new materials and new resources. Um, They are on the ship with an A-hole, asshole, captain uh (laughs) and i can curse i I forgot the the rules are i can curse and that's great because i am a sailor um so they (laughs) they yeah so they stick it to their asshole captain who they can't stand working for and they steal his um top of the line speeder spaceship and do whatever they can to get the hell out of his out of his uh his tyranny and his um you know get off of the ship and uh the hard part is is that He's got a tracker on the ship, and they can t- catch them wherever they go. So oh, the old tracker, yeah. We, just like we, all day jobs. Uh, just like all day jobs. They yeah. know where you are at all times. They, they look at yeah. what you're doing. So really what this is is just exploring what it would be like to finally say, you know what, Job? Screw you. I'm out of here. And doing whatever yeah. you can to get it. So, uh, catch yeah. me if you can. Absolutely. Catch me if you can. It's like, you know, I, I kind of pitched it as like a Guardians of the Galaxy meets Voltron meets, you know, uh, just a buddy cop two two doofuses oh, nice. our, our two our two friends are really just two idiots and i couldn't relate more
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well yeah. as
0: pete mentioned and I, I can turn it over to pete to talk a little bit more about this there's also some very sweet romance yeah. in this book as well can you talk about that part a little bit
4: yeah absolutely you know i i really like to write from a spot of where we focus in on the characters and that we have these fun romps and these fun adventures in this but Really, you know, I wanted to focus in that that Mooney is a very, uh, as you see that the the man with the orange, the bright orange Goku hair, that's our one of our main characters, uh, Mooney, and he's a very torn person who, you know, struggles with uh, emotional relationships, and really wanted to kind of focus mm-hmm. in on what it would be like for somebody who, maybe kind of bounces from from opportunity to opportunity, and and, and really struggles with kind of like committing to something and what it would look like from him to be able to just leave it all behind and, you know, kind of be his MO as he just, once something gets a little bit too serious, he he leaves. Um, And so kind of looking at that character of Mooney, that's really why I wanted to focus in on and start the story with looking at his romantic um, relationships and why he just kind of left it, decided to leave it. Um, because he's kind of the person that gets really scared when something gets very serious Um, and Uh. and kind of influences him to then be be the person that wants to also leave the ship because it gets too serious. Um, And so he's kind of like, that's the personality that I wanted to uh, really highlight. And with this romantic relationship, it's sad what he does because his boyfriend in this is very, very sweet and very open and very vulnerable. And we kind of see the faults that Mooney has right away, which I thought was really interesting to kind of explore. Yeah, that's a heck
3: yeah. of a place to start. You know, a lot of times in the story, we kind of build up to that moment, but it's really cool that we jump in right with that moment and someone kind of being open uh, and honest about love. So it's a it's a heck of a kind of attention grabber and a, a heck of a place to start. So uh, yeah, tip of the hat to that. That's very cool. Uh, we've read a lot of comics, but that's the first I've, kind of seen that happen so uh pretty cool man
4: thank you i appreciate it yeah i come from uh come from a background of actually performing um improv comedy i live in chicago i've performed improv comedy right really? i performed comedy for about 10 years uh and one rule that i always was taught was um always start in the middle of a scene oh yeah
3: uh,
4: man. always start in the middle uh, yeah get me out of here i see that
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: uh, i don't do it anymore <laughs> But yeah, a,
2: so, no, there's no, there's a strong improv quotient here. Um, oh, okay, um, okay. makes sense. Yeah, podcast, but we're New York flavored improv, so. it's mm. you know, like, Okay. It's yeah, so you carry it like this, like
0: you fold it like that in
2: the middle. And I carry
4: it like this, I, and I, <laughs> I use a <laughs> knife and a fork. Barely, Barely even improv. Studio. Come yeah. on. Uh, that's about, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: your improv hot dogs have too much shit on them.
4: Let me. Just yeah. Tell you. <laughs> hey, I'm not from Chicago, and I agree. I just live in Chicago. Mm.
0: Can you talk a little bit Lovely about the town. team that you have here? I, I love the art in particular, and the colors I thought really popped very nicely throughout. Uh, what was it like putting them together? Did you worked with them before? Did you recruit them for this project
4: talk yeah it was uh, it was a long time coming, so I worked uh first I worked with uh, Krista Heriter, uh Cabbage Comics, who people might know of a uh, fantastic editor, um, and we got the script really in shape um, while we continued to look for art. And I knew, when I wrote this, actually, I listened to, on, on repeat, um, Daft Punk albums. Uh, yeah. So this, this uh, the art and the colors and the feel of it has just really been based in a Daft Punk album. So I knew that when we wanted to um, find the artist, it had to have a lot of energy uh, that, pumped, that just jumped off the page. Um, and once I found Breon's, uh stuff, I, I knew it. I knew it was right. I was like, the, just the way he does his lines and the way that... He can blur the lines to to emphasize, you know, how fast things are going and, and the energy. And he brings sort of kind of like a heightened anime uh, type of style to it, which I knew I'd, I definitely wanted. Um, you'll see in the book when when the captain gets really pissed. There's this great shot of him like slamming down on the desk, and you can just yeah. Like, yeah, you can just feel cool. the power that comes from it. So uh, yeah, once once we kind of um, solidified the the script, it was all about finding the artist, and then we went and we found uh, Brian, and then that's where we just kind of took off from there. Um, and you know, he was incredible to work with, uh, super, super quick, um, super uh, open to suggestions. Also, my favorite part about working with an artist and any time I get to is I tell him, like, you know, here's the script. And, and, you know, I don't I write it in the very kind of traditional comics, not Marvel way, but, you know, like panel descriptions. But I say, but please, like, you're the artist. If you see a much cooler way to do this, like, go for it. And he was not afraid to do that. A lot of the really great panel uh, options where they're kind of like accordion down the down the page that was all him um so he he's very much just like a co-creator of this and and the colors the colors were all about you know he he asked me for some um inspiration and I sent him you know like daft punk albums I sent That's him great. just like some vibrant colors I just said make this as vibrant as as we can so it was all uh, about well,
2: those Alex I don't know if you're checking the stats but I think we got some breaking news over here
0: uh we do have some breaking news Oh my news. gosh
2: uh, the breaking news is you have just passed your Kickstarter goal. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, congratulations.
2: congratulations! Thank you. This
4: is incredible. I I made sure that it wouldn't happen until this show.
2: Yeah. I don't know how you did that. You were telling people, no, save your money, save it for Tuesday. Yeah.
4: Uh, thank you to everyone so much. That is so so incredible. I appreciate it.
2: Uh, uh, it.
0: So that's wait wait wait. Now you have to talk about what your stretch goal is. You made your goal p- move past that.
4: Alex, that. let's let's enjoy this moment, no, yeah, yeah, moment. Exactly. hold on said, let me said, google yeah. good stretch goals <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: great. Uh, congratulations <laughs> you're going to make your project now yeah. the downside is you actually have to make your project
4: <laughs> the, the, the plus size is that it's made that's the best part oh, is that the book is finished ah. and so this this kickstarter was just for shipping and printing and we got you know that's I, so I, exciting yeah, yeah so um i'm, I'm very lucky that I, I was able to do that and um, i'm very excited so thank you to everyone that you know backed it and everything this is great if you don't mind i'd like uh, to back up the truck a little bit here
3: i'd like to know how you went from uh doing improv to Mm. making comics uh did you start writing because of the scene work is it have you always been writing on the side a little bit can you kind of break it
2: was improv the day job you were trying to get out
4: of? Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, no, no. How to say actually, no to then... that day job? Uh, no, yeah.
4: no. It was actually I finally started getting paid to do improv, and then I decided to quit. Uh, no, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I mean it all really kind of uh, led into itself. Um, I've always been a huge collector and fan of comics since high school um, up in Appleton, Wisconsin, where I was from. Nice. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, and then I came to college and. Um, Focused on, I was also an athlete, so I focused on like playing soccer in college where I played. Um, and then once I got out of college and I moved to Chicago, I really, I really focused on improv, and that's really where I took off on writing. But it, like you mentioned, it was mostly focused in, on writing video sketches, writing sketches for the stage, um, writing um, pilot scripts, that kind of stuff, uh, all while just constantly still buying comics and, and reading and loving comics and collecting them. Um, and then, probably, gosh, probably seven six years ago i don't know what comic it was um but maybe i mean actually i do i think it was like um bendis's daredevil his collected one he put a script in the back and that was the first time i've ever seen a comic script where i was like why did i never think about how these were written (laughs) (laughs) uh ever in my time but um yeah so so once i saw that i was like that sounds really cool and i just kind of started toying around with it um, and, and I noticed that every time I would read a comic, I would I would think of Bendis's script, and I would kind of put the script in my head as I read it. Like, okay, panel one, the, the description of this is probably this, and and then uh, it just kind of kept eating away at me, and I uh, just kept kind of creating ideas. I probably wrote like I don't know, probably twenty, thirty comics before I ever actually like tried getting one made or or kickstarted one. So yeah, it all started from from improv, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: Uh, unfortunately, awesome. no, there's, this, we met, this is an often told story, but the three of us met in a improv um, theater here. In yeah, and some top. of my best
4: friends that I still have, I, I would say actually my best friends that I have are are, are improv people. So yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that specifically yeah, about some this, of but my yeah.
2: Friends.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'd say more acquaintances than friends.
2: Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to somebody last night um, about learning the format of uh, the of writing a comic because it's we spend so much time reading comics, so it is intuitive. But then when you get put on the spot and you're finally making something, it's like, oh, oh, no, I don't quite know <laughs> how to do this. And you do have to sort of trick. But it, it feels like the skill is sort of underneath there, at least a little bit.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you, you know, I, I, I benefit and you guys probably understand this, too, is at least in the not to get into improv theory, because I absolutely hate talking about improv. No,
2: theory. that's what the crowd wants <laughs> to hear. They're, they're yeah, here yeah, for that. Especially that. Man.
4: Yeah, especially, but there's just like, you know, there's this idea of writing stuff through doing the improvisational in your head. So, like, that's what my dialogue is. Uh, when, I, when I'm writing a dialogue, I am imp- I'm essentially improvising the scene between the two characters on that page.
2: I always used to get made fun of um, by my writing partner when I'd be, he'd look over at me at the laptop and I'd be like, <laughs> and he's like what the fuck are you doing I'm like oh I'm just writing his, uh, just writing I'm just writing man. mind your business With your mind your business yeah. Yeah.
4: Exactly. yeah
2: so dumb uh,
0: uh, well Eddie uh, congratulations thank again. you so much congrats Successful man so happy for so you it's so awesome I'm so excited for you um, how long regardless people still can pledge so uh, you have like another 17 days at this point yeah for anybody not looking at the kickstarter right now what can you get what can you expect to get from the
1: kickstarter
4: yeah, we have a lot of great things. I, I was very lucky to work with a lot of um, some of my favorite current like indie artists to do a lot of uh, prints. Um, you might recognize names like Fellhound, who did Commander Rao. Uh, they did a great print, an abbed-out print, very famous for their abbed-out prints and, and commissions. Yeah. So we got uh, the two characters uh, decked with six-packs. Um, also, great. Got, yeah, <laughs> it's one of my as favorites.
2: As soon as you said that, I was like, I know exactly which one you're talking
4: about. Yeah, absolutely. They, truly, they, Abbed out. Abbed out to the T's. To the uh, we also have some great uh, stickers done by Darren Voigt, who, who's a great animator um, that you can pick up as an add-on. We have um, th- two different variant covers. Uh, very proud. One of them is with Damon Hampton, who was my first ever collaborator, uh, who was just recently in the DC... Um, why did I just forget what it's called? Uh, oh, what? Just worked with DC. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what the program is called, and I feel terrible.
2: Hall of Fame?
4: No, no, where they bring in um, creators of marginalized uh, communities or color. Uh, the init- I can't remember. I'm terrible at, what, at remembering things. But got to work with him again, which I'm very excited about. Um, so you have, we have several variant covers, add-ons from incredible um, indie artists. Um, and then uh, you can also, there is, I believe, one left to get a black and white commission done by the artist, Brian, uh which, um, you know, as I mentioned, if you're looking for a crazy energy-filled uh, commission of your favorite character, definitely pick that one up because uh, I, I I truly believe that he will blow up soon.
2: Cool. And at the th- at the thousand-dollar level, you do a uh, herald a three-hour herald workshop.
4: Yeah yeah, one <laughs> yeah, herald, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if anybody wants a herald workshop, and, and then we all just like walk into Lake Michigan together. Oh, nice.
2: Man. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, Eddie, <laughs> thank you again beats. so much. Congratulations. Appreciate it, and uh, good luck with the project.
4: Thank you, How guys. You oh, it? It? Yeah, well, you know, I couldn't have done it without you, and I truly mean that. And thank you, guys. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Congratulations, man! Thank, so man. So uh, thank you, it. guys, for uh, you know everything you do for the comic community. I think you know bringing on creators like myself really goes a long way. So thank you, ah, thank you to so everyone nice. watching. So I appreciate it. All right. thank appreciate you, you, man. Have a good night, good night, Eddie. Take care, guys. All right. Yeah.
0: Uh, there we go. Once Improv to comic books. Come on. Called uh, Space pilots. The creator is Eddie Clinker. Definitely check it out. It's great. Uh, guys, I'm going to turn it over to you for a bit because I'm chatting with our other guest. Uh, trying to figure okay. out how to get it. Oh, in, in person? So, uh, yeah. No, not in person. <laughs> yeah, he's just over there. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Nice. So you guys take it away. Talk about, uh, I don't
2: know, how your weekend's We well, Yeah, Pete and I have nothing. Good. Yeah, yeah. Know, have you know, we uh, ever talked one-on-one? No, uh, we ever no, talked
3: <laughs> You know, what's tough is uh, a lot of times, though, guests will show up at Zalbin's house and we have to kind of, you know, know, do the virtual meetup. Yeah.
2: Um, Well, Pete, let me say I'm reading um, the space pilot stuff. I feel like I was reminded of um, uh, Bucky O'Hare. I thought for sure you were going to make a Bucky O'Hare connect there.
3: Oh, yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, that's some quality stuff there. Did you guys rather have things to talk about after Bucky O'Hare?
1: Is that what just happened? He well, I was trying to get
3: Eddie people. to drop, uh, you know, I was talking to him, but I also wanted Eddie to drop the, the link to the, uh, you know, thing in the in the comments so P- people could check it out. I
0: asked you just to, it- to fill in for, like, I don't know, a minutes.
2: I tried to start a conversation. P- I started P- typing, bang, so like, my
3: bad, my bad. I yeah, was just trying said, to get said, Eddie.
2: uh you know, Bucky O'Hare. I was like, wow. yeah P- <laughs> <laughs> It's not All like we're married. We've been married for uh,
0: that you guys can talk about for two minutes, maybe. Uh and Man of the Lost Quantum Media tickets went on sale today. You guys want to talk about what you're anticipating with the movie and whether you're gonna pick up tickets, see it in theaters, what your plans are there, take it away while you traffic he, does, yeah. he
2: doesn't ever stop hosting. He's throwing yeah. topics. He'd be a great matchmaker. We should <laughs> get him uh on some sort of in some sort of dating situation. Yeah.
3: All right. Or if you guys want to talk about Bucky O'Hare, go ahead um, Oh, Captain Bucky O'Hare, dude, you uh, remember that? Oh man, what a great cartoon. an also a great comic as well, you know. That's Crocus Episodes. Yeah, Larry Hama. I mean, come on man. What more you need? Uh, Pete, like?
2: did you buy some uh, Quantum Mania ticks yet? Or are you waiting
3: for uh not yet. I, what's nice about uh Where I am out here, uh the, the tick the movie theater isn't as is packed. So Sorry you
2: said you said Where I Ham, right? That's that's yeah, what you mean, yeah I'm like, sorry Where you're you're there to hang I'm ham. hungry
3: and I'm thinking about ham a lot, so <laughs> I apologize.
2: Oh, what am I up to? I'm just out where I ham. Hamming. <laughs> I Here I am. Hamming, hamming out. Up. You know. Larry Hammer. <laughs> uh, so you, you don't have to worry about um, sold out uh, that's right. theaters, you're saying.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. I nice. can take my time, get them when I need them, and then uh, show up. Usually have the theater myself
2: wow to to yourself i haven't bought tickets yet i am excited for the movie but um i'm sort of a i'm gonna sneak in the morning whatever the earliest screening is that's my
3: that's aren't my you day. worried about the kids though just uh you know screaming that's the whole what i'm
2: time. no they're not coming yeah. i go early
3: uh but usually night. the it's early cold. times are packed with kids in the movie theater is my
2: my point Oh, I don't, I'm on my phone for most of the movie anyway, so I don't really <laughs> mind. Ah, just kidding. Listen, that's only something to roast Pete because that's all he ever talks about. So I one time <laughs> took a true. call in a movie. I took a one call. I stepped out. You don't the take a call the
3: in a movie theater.
2: You know I was, what I mean? It take it
3: easy, Hollywood. It. I know you're a big deal and you produce a lot of lines. But you you don't have to take a phone call in a fucking movie theater. That's sacrilege, bro.
2: We were watching some, like, uh, garbage movie, probably, and I took a quick call. Uh, Pete, at least we were sitting next to each other. That's the last time. That's the last time,
3: yeah. And you wonder why we never,
2: yeah. Um, Question from longtime listener, first-time commenter Nat Towson. Um, Is that what Pete thinks a line producer is, the person who creates the lines, a.k.a. the screenwriter? And I think that's what Pete is secretly calling me uh, a writer, I think, when he says line producer. I,
3: I, You know, I I appreciate the care that Nat took in that bit. Um, um, but yeah, unfortunately, I've worked in television too long to uh, to think about it as any other uh, thing. But that is a very creative way to go about describing one of your hats that you wear uh, on the production so side.
2: Uh, tell everyone your first TV job, Pete. I feel like people don't know the depth and breadth of shit you've done in this in this world. To, Man, to the, the, <laughs> the first
3: job I got in television. Uh, oh, let
2: me say this definitely IMDb. P. LePage. We'll get some, uh, uh, <laughs> I've worked a on a lot of
3: different a lot of different shows. Comedy Central's TV Funhouse back in the day that used to be on SNL. Yeah. It was its own separate show. That was insane. Uh, the Chris uh, Rock show on, I worked on yeah um,
2: he's got a story history you worked on colin quinn's show tough crowd for
3: a bit. oh yeah that was great he used to let me job. uh he used to let me do stand-up like he would he would come out and do some warm up stuff for the crowd for like 10 minutes but if i wanted to do stand-up he would do five and then introduce me he's the coolest guy was that's so, so nice
2: cool. i love anybody
3: I love on the show could pitch ideas for jokes anybody i mean you could work in catering you could you know whatever be a security guard if you had bits that you wanted to you know like he was open to anything it was a really unbelievable atmosphere
2: that's cool he has a show right now i think in new york if anyone uh, not to plug Colin Clark. yeah
3: him uh, and uh jerry seinfeld have teamed up and they've been doing like a bunch of like colin plays that he like directs and stuff and yeah uh, yeah he's a
2: big uh, theater guy
3: yeah, yeah. It was funny because Jerry would—I uh, don't know Jerry Seinfeld, so to call him Jerry is weird. But Mister Seinfeld would come over all the time for the show, and they would work out bits and stuff. And like, uh, he was always pitching theater ideas to him. It was pretty funny.
2: That's funny, like a production of Les Mis.
3: Yeah, yeah. They did they did a, a thing on the rooftops that was all like a, a West Side Story and stuff like that.
2: That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. um alex um have you hacked the mainframe
3: <laughs> uh we're
0: working
2: I've on it seen we're working you, on it i'll I've tell you why, why you while still i'm hard.
0: still working on it since you've ran out of stuff to talk about
2: <laughs> no <laughs> I, was I was just oh, sure, yeah. i was just checking in oh, okay, we got yeah, into this deep deep stuff it just you uh we were looking at your face this whole time yeah. you look like you're in the movie the net starring sandra bullock <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: enhance yeah uh,
2: yeah, still working on it with Paul. Uh, but I'll
0: tell you what if anybody wants to ask a question in QA over here on Chromecast, at least you can drop it here and I can bring them up. They can be questions about actually anything. Um, I will mention we actually got one over on Facebook, if you can believe it. This is from Dean Delp says, P, you will shit your pants. Uh, that's the on. end of the
2: question. That's it. That's <laughs> that's more of a prediction. Yeah, it was an a prediction. Cult, I think you
0: will shit your pants if you watch the Netflix movie *Hereditary*. I say that because I know from your past comments about how creeped out you are over creepy dollhouses, and that movie is full of them. And that's all.
3: Well, first off, what up, Dean? Uh, secondly uh yeah no thank you have you guys seen that new it's like a commercial where this family goes to stay in this place and it's a bed full of creepy dolls and then like uh, that like a head moves and uh, one of the dolls starts talking oh my god i can't watch that commercial it's so fucking scary
2: i I think that's just a dream that you're having uh, That would be awful. That's something that's definitely. I mean, Pete doesn't like scary movies. It's true. And uh, uh, Hereditary was Ari Aster, I believe, the director. And um, those movies are scary. Same uh, same director for um, Midsummer.
0: I'll and tell you what. I right was. I've been too scared to watch Hereditary because people said it was the scariest movie of all time. Um, but Midsummer, and maybe this is a weird thing to say, I thought was kind of funny. Like purposely, it was.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was horrifying at points, sure. but also Horr- it, it was was funny too. Yes.
0: Uh, so I was very. Surprised I would argue. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Hereditary. Hereditary is scary. I think the trailer is actually scarier than the movie. The trailer. Mm. The trailer for Hereditary. Hereditary is so good. Like textbook, great trailer. But um, the actual movie, I, I think it's, it's still so good, but it it gets into uh, some other things and a bunch of stuff happens, but. I don't need to spoil that. Um Nat Towson asks, What is the weirdest TV job I had? Yeah. And I guess it was Or um, what's know uh, what's lot some interesting
3: ones. Yeah, what's some interesting I remember that gum thing you did where uh you and a buddy like traveled around the country doing a gum commercial. That was really cool.
2: We did a commercial for Trident, the web traders of Justin yeah, yeah. Alden. Yeah, um, Alden, had, uh, who is
3: now Verizon rich, dude. That dude is in he, every commercial now.
2: He's he's currently the voice of Verizon. I went from being
3: stuff. like, hey, to now like, all right, Alden, shut the fuck up, man.
2: <laughs> exactly. Keep cashing in. Alden yeah. Ford is the friend we're talking about, who you may know if you listen to the podcast Mission to Zix, uh, well, one yeah, of great. Yeah. And improvise He's been on
3: together. a bunch of times we've had him on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, great show. I do a voice on Zix, yes.
3: Uh, no, we have a question. I'm sorry, Alex, we're
2: this. busy talking. We're busy talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There's something.
0: All right. We got a question here your hand if- from yeah. Kevin. What are some of your favorite comics or characters that have the same name as a more famous unrelated one? What? what? I don't. I don't know. I don't get this. What are some of your? You favorite said that. Comics? You said that so confidently. <laughs> I did. But the. I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff here right now. Uh, what are some of your favorite yeah. comics or characters who have the same name as a more famous, unrelated one? Oh, I think he's
3: saying
2: like com- comics like comedians. Oh. Well, well. Hmm. I still don't quite know what the question. What?
3: Is, but, uh... Wait. So he's asking about com- comics that we know that then went on to blow up. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> uh i don't know what are some of your favorite comics or this is like
0: scripture i think
2: figure. it's a riddle it's sort of a riddle
0: what are some of your favorite comics or characters who have the same name as a more famous unrelated one
2: it's talking about like um
3: more famous like, justin like spider
2: man and then like another spider like a spider man
3: random...
2: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Well, Kevin, you're here in the comments. Just explain what you're talking about.
2: I mean, honestly, if anyone in our comments are going to become the Riddler, it's Kevin.
0: Oh, uh, Captain Marvel would be an example, especially the non-Marvel or DC ones. Oh, okay. So, what? So, so <laughs> an example of a
3: comic that also has another story <laughs> <laughs> bullet says, absolutely. I'm losing my mind right now. <laughs> so I know, I do so. feel like... I I do. Between Alex...
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude, Alex... Hacking the mainframe in this question, I'm just like, I'm losing it. (laughs) Um, That that would be like the... All right, like Thor.
0: That's a good example. That says Thor, sure.
2: I mean, this is something that's come up a little bit recently in a comic that um, I think we're reviewing for the stack. The the recent Namor comic um, has Frankenstein in it. And there's a Frankenstein in, in DC. There's a Frankenstein in Marvel... And it's sort of like. And the Mike the, Mignola Frankenstein as well. And the Mignola. Like there's a Frankenstein all, all over the place. And they're always big swings, it feels like. The DC Frankenstein is probably my favorite of that. Uh,
3: I got to say, Mary Shelley's is probably my favorite.
2: Oh, the book? Oh, yeah. You yeah. like the original book. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Wow, cool. Oh. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, line, real quick, or chapter from the original
2: book, Be
3: How dare you!
2: oh that's good and I love the performance of it the townspeople you're doing the townspeople
1: right exactly yep
2: how dare you Dr. Frankenstein um Oh, Frank and Castle, someone in the comments. Yeah, I was hoping uh, we could go f- past that. Hey, you didn't
3: answer the question about your uh your favorite TV job oh, or weirdest weir- TV weird job as,
2: or a um fun story
3: the, about when you worked in television.
2: I did live. I wrote uh live wrote host copy for a dating show on Lifetime where uh eight uh i guess 7 different blind dates were happening in 4 different cities around the country and it was all happening live and we had to write had to write jokes about the dating situations in the moment for the host to then say that job was well,
3: great i i was uh i taught improv on a blind date episode uh,
2: i remember that as well uh then even the show was blind date right
3: yeah yeah, the TV show Blind Date. One of them was Look they went to an improv theater and, and they um, found you. Yeah, talk about a
2: matchmaker.
3: I tell you, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I felt like it was a. Uh, it was, you know, because I've seen a bunch of different, like, dates or whatever. And I think it was fun to kind of see uh, people have to do something silly where they're not comfortable. So it kind of you get to see a little glimpse of who they really are.
2: Yeah. Uh, Anyone so who I, can find the Pete LePage blind date episode, post it in the comments. Or who can find my episode with uh, John Gaber's front of the show of Cash Gab that we do. Oh, wow. Cash gab. Yep. <sighs> uh, yeah, would love to great. see that. Very young versions of ourselves, no doubt. So your whole uh, life. One idea. of the one of the weirdest live shows I ever did. One one last one is I did improv between fights um, at a boxing ring on the <laughs> Upper West Side of the city. It was not well received.
0: Wow. Um, this is. Uh, are we just talking about weird jobs we've
3: had? I guess so. If you want to jump in, entertainment.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, I mean, it's, I, I don't even know if I got paid for it necessarily, but uh, I was a, oh, we had, we had the guy on Comic Book Club. I forgot about this, but I was the announcer for a Quidditch match, a real Quidditch oh, match. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we had him on Com- Comic Book Club before or after? I don't remember which.
2: Um, a couple of years after you did that, I also did that. That was wild. Everyone was wasted who was commentating the year I did it. <laughs>
3: I remember when they were getting, they wanted like improv people to be like referees for like Quidditch matches and stuff like that and commentators and stuff. Yeah. It's like a big call for that. And I was just like, oh man, I have to learn this thing.
0: Uh, Well, we got another question here. This is from Stray Bullet. What do you think needs to be made into a Lego set that hasn't been made yet asking for a multi-billion dollar company?
2: (laughs) Uh, Lego set. I mean, I feel like They're doing pretty well at covering the Lego bases with their Lego uh, stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean Lego Batman was unbelievable. I mean Lego's doing great. You know,
2: what about the Lego Hereditary trailer? You think there's any juice there?
3: I worked at the Lego uh, store, or not the Lego store, but the Lego section of of uh, FAO Shores. I feel like it would
0: be easy to do a Hereditary set easy to do a hereditary set they have a lot of loose heads everywhere in a lego set usually right
2: I, I mean I guess it, technically all lego sets are hereditary <laughs> themes, uh boxes um, um, what about
0: I don't know how about a cheap lego set how about that that's my big bar wow look at uh, this guy
2: old granddad old dad over here is like I mean they, they are expensive I agree But the parts are so tiny. Uh, Yes, they are. And they hurt when you step on them.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. You got to get those Lego flip
0: flops. uh, Well, I'm trying one last thing with Paul here, but it looks like he may not be able to make it into the stream, unfortunately, which is a real bummer. Uh, If so, uh, I'm going to keep working on it in the background. But just (laughs) to mention... Just in case, because I do think this book is very cool, uh, even if he isn't able to make it. You can head to Zoop uh, to check out Pig- Pink Midnight Presents The Butterfly House. It's yes. really awesome, very so creepy cool. uh, book. Yeah. I don't want to spoil too much about it. Uh, but it's so well designed. So beautifully, beautifully drawn. drawn.
3: Uh, yeah. So uh, Yeah.
2: Do mystery. you guys want to
3: talk about that for a second while I try one last thing to
2: figure sure. it out? Sure. Nice. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I was really drawn in by this because of the, just kind of the art style is uh, so cool. And also, I love the title. You don't really know what you're kind of getting right away. It does a great job of kind of, like, sucking you into this very interesting world. And the art is uh, so unique and very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, um, we definitely recommend checking it out. It's uh, it's a fantastic uh, project. And... Uh, uh, looking forward to it coming out.
2: And it it has the you know it has like I wouldn't call it full on horror. It's like horror thriller, magical realism kind of ideas all mixed in here. But it's really beautifully drawn. It's black and white, and it's so perfectly black and white. I feel yeah. like hard thing to be like yes, just what I wanted is the uh, a book drawn in this in this style. Um, and it's uh, completely wordless, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is just like. It's fuck all words. about. The, I know, uh, Pete's put that on a T-shirt. Pete LePage, <laughs> fuck words. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's it is like it, the story is told so well through just the visuals. So it's, it's a great lead. I was really happy to check it.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous, and it's part of a uh, anthology as well that kicks off with this book. So definitely check it out. It's going to be on Zoop for um, the next while, it, it looks like it has two thousand two hundred and thirteen out of the supported. It's looking for four thousand, so it's getting there, and it got twenty nine days left, um, so plenty of time to check it out. But pledge it right now because it's absolutely worth it. Much yeah. apologies to Paul that we weren't able to work it out with this horrible platform, and apologies to anybody <laughs> listening or watching who the um, whole show goes
2: dead as Alex says that. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's a bummer. We love Paul's GI Joe run; is yeah. absolutely ah, phenomenal. So did some um, one of stuff? our favorites. Yes, absolutely. So please check that out. Also Power oh, Rangers. Two yeah. all of that stuff. Uh, but this is a very different sort of project. You should definitely check it out. Um, so Bubber, but we do have, I believe, one more question here in the meantime. <laughs> uh, and then maybe we can uh wrap this up. Um, we got uh <laughs> from Nat, who are your favorite comic book characters who are animals?
3: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, great quest uh, Wolverine um, yeah he doesn't spend a lot of time in his Wolverine form mm.
0: now, do you feel like
2: a Wolverine is like a, a small wolf, he bad right? literal
0: animals yeah. I always uh, what's the name of Supergirl's horse is that streaky
2: no idea
3: Sh- you said Superhero's horse? horse Supergirl's horse Supergirl's horse oh
0: yeah, Streaky was streaky. the cat. Kevin, this is my point. Kevin said Streaky was the cat. I always forget the horse's name, and I always think the horse's name is Streaky, but it's not. Streaky is the cat. Comet. Yes, there you go. Comet is the horse. Too many animals. Too many animals in the super family.
2: I'm just going to say that. Uh, wow. Why everyone gets an animal? I don't know.
0: It's not. It's not Rock, a Disney movie. Great. Come on. Wow. D- love Bat Cow. Rock bat it. Cow's great.
2: I mean, back. I I feel like the Ace. super animals. Just it's like a fun bit. But when it, all of a sudden it's like there's a whole storyline revolving around the animals, that's what I'm a little like. Did we really need yep. to do all that?
0: Um, ooh, Paul yeah. is actually in the comments over on YouTube says, if I was there, I'd be saying Uncle Scrooge or my dog's cameo in one issue of G.I. Joe. Great choices, both of those. Great. Oh, um, nice.
2: <laughs> Paul's <laughs> over on YouTube. Let's go. Let's go there
0: yeah <laughs> okay just switching it on over there Ah, oh, this makes me feel so bad i feel so bad um okay we got one other question from stray beans actually question what are your thoughts or comments on dan clow's i just got the complete eight ball collection would it recommend would you guys recommend dan Klaus?
2: wow nice um yes i like dan Klaus. it's a that's the sort of an area of comics we don't really talk about too much on the show maybe we should uh occasionally just dip into some of that um
0: you don't think it'll that's, be too much culture I, shock. We'll be like, "Where are the guys in tights? Why aren't they fighting? I don't understand." Well, as long uh, as that's our commentary every
2: time it. we read it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, good. We have more questions here. Uh we have another one this is from Delson Martinez. Have you guys watched the first episode of The Last of Us? Thoughts and have you any have any of you tried the game by any chance?
2: Um I did watch the the show, the the pilot. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, I spe- I haven't played the game and it seems like the game is like a, a full-on revelation, the way people are talking about it in relation to the TV show. Um, it's funny, watching the show, I thought the, the opening sequence was really cool and some of the set pieces were awesome. It did feel a lot like Walking Dead, though. And I know mm. that's like sort of a cheap comment, but I was surprised how much it felt like Walking Dead. Is
3: maybe a Can place. you, uh, for those of us not familiar, is it just a post-apocalyptic Zombie movie, or what's the
2: uh, it's a series, and um, yes, it is. So,
3: yeah, it's basically
0: the twist here is it's fungus zombies essentially.
2: Oh,
3: fungus zombies, fungus yeah. zombies. So,
0: the twist is that it's supposed to be a little more realistic because it's not the dead coming back to life, it's fungus, and it's a real fungus called cordyceps that yeah. takes over uh, Fruit? animals' brains, lay it, lay it and somehow it's made the leap from animals to humans in the show and in the video game series. Um, So it drives them kind of insane and they run after people and want to infect them with the cordyceps because fungus's main job is to reproduce. So it makes logical sense in terms of there. I do agree with you, Justin. Um, I'll mention, I also have not played the game. I also like had high anticipation with people who were like, this is the most incredible story ever told in sci-fi, the best video game of all time. So I went into it with like a lot of anticipation and it's very well made. It's very well acted. I I, without getting into spoilers, I have seen the entire season. Um, The first couple of episodes, I was like, can we get to whatever is new here? Like what is like, there's beat for beat. Like you're saying it's walking dead. It's other zombie movies. It's 28 days later. feels like a quiet place at certain points as well, but without like the aliens or anything. So there's a lot of stuff. There in the first couple of episodes where I was like, come on, let's get to it. We know we're going to get to it. I also felt like this is very weird. This may just be from knowing it comes from a video game, but there felt like points where they were going into like, "Okay, this is a playable section we're going into now. Yeah. Well, like this is a little spoiler, but like that thing where they're hiding out in the pipe and they're dodging lights and they're like, come on, Joel, you got to go, Joel. Come on, go now. I was like, this is a video game now. What's happening here?
2: I thought it was weird when every um, couple scenes, they would stop and save over the course of the episode. Oh, I feel like yeah, that's a that. yeah. yeah, The point,
0: point where they were just sort of like standing there for a while, sort of rocking back and forth for hours while I went and got a sandwich, that was pretty weird
2: too. I mean, that's dope though. It's better than a yes. commercial.
0: The, uh, again, having like seen the whole season, and this is not spoilers at all, I feel like the pacing of it is a little weird to me. But once... I I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. It's
2: like, you're very No, no, no.
0: But like, I think like once it actually gets to the story, you know that they're going to get to. I liked it. Pedro Pascal is good. Bella Ramsey is phenomenal as Ellie, Um, but it still doesn't feel like it's necessarily breaking any new ground in terms of TV. And I imagine that the thing that made it different is when you are playing a video game, you are that character. You're living with the character And there's a certain level of separation when you're watching a TV show because they are performing it for you. So maybe that's Mm -hmm. the difference there.
2: Uh, But I do think like I'm in the mood to watch like a really good zombie show. So uh, this is great. And it also makes me think it's HBO being like, yes, we could have made Walking Dead back in the day and we regret not doing it. (laughs) So we're definitely going to do this.
0: Can I can I mention something about that? Because I've seen a lot of reviews take the angle of like it's Walking Dead, but good. I think everybody forgets that Walking Dead was good. Like, the uh, the pilot is phenomenal of Walking Dead. It got a little wonky with the CDC stuff at the end of the first season, but there were seasons there where it was a really good show. Yeah, the show was unbelievable. Yes. So it's frustrating to me as a fan of Walking Dead and as a fan of material to hear that compared there. I understand the comparison, but like, I don't know. They can both Uh, exist. It's okay.
2: (laughs) I agree. And I think that, uh, I think people have just walking dead burnout. I feel like everybody like everyone's tolerance was different. Everyone on this show's tolerance was different. Except yours, Alex, seems to be impeccable. Invincible, even. Uh,
0: Let's keep going. We're walking dead, please. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You want more. But I uh, I definitely flamed out on it. And the parts I remember are the ones where I was like, oh, they're eating his arm or whatever." <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing here. Yeah, for sure.
0: And Lord I completely Glenn. get the burnout. It went on way longer than a lot of people had patience for, and I completely yeah. get that. Um, but I don't know. I think people are thinking of later seasons instead of the earlier seasons, and it's it's a little bit of a bummer to read it. It's an easy target, it feels like. Yeah. Um let's see. Ooh, we uh got a couple more here. I'm not Kevin, I'm
3: not going to answer Hey the Justin, question. uh yes. Justin, oh. what are you drinking?
2: Oh, great question. I was drinking some um Grüner Veltliner white wine. I'm so I'm sorry, what? White wine, Grüner Veltliner.
3: Okay. Oh, wow. So. Uh, Kevin What'd has you "Favorite fun guy in
2: comics
0: we're not going to answer that one sorry Kevin uh, you already had your high difficulty question of the show and <laughs> yeah. we got one more Pablo D Martinez and let's wrap up with the questions here what do you expect from comics in 2023 big broad question but give us your predictions give us your oracle prognostications of what 2023 is going to be like in comics
2: Oof. Um, I think that we're going to get a big um, X-Men story right this year. Mm-hmm. I think that will be it's, but we're been a little bit in the desert. I think for the X-Men It's a little bit lost. And I think we're going to write the ship a bit
3: with that. What I'm excited for, for X-Men is there's a new, um, uh, storm series that's coming out. That's like 80s, uh, Mohawk storm, kind of her, uh, yeah. punk era storm. Uh, so I'll, I'll be interested to, to maybe that could help steer, uh, X-Men and maybe in a better direction. Uh, but I think that um I'm excited for uh, there's a lot of great projects coming up uh, a lot of interesting uh kind of uh creative uh, talents behind things that are uh, gonna be pushing stuff so i'm I'm very excited to read there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff coming out. I'm very excited for it uh this is a heck of a time to be reading comics yeah, it's I the other
2: time yeah
3: i uh I mean, I, I don't feel confident
0: making any big, bold predictions or anything like that about this, but it does feel like there was a significant push over the past year or so for more, not even independent comics, but personally produced comic comics. Maybe that's the way to put it. Like we had the whole substack thing. We had a lot of reactions mm. to coming out of the stoppage from COVID and realize, people realizing I can't depend on these big companies. I gotta do some stuff myself. We got these great platforms like Zoop that we've been talking to and having yeah. a bunch of good yeah. uh great guests on and a bunch of others like that, sort of like independent, more curated, Kickstarter type platforms. And I'm curious to see if that grows in the new year. I feel like over the course of these 16 plus years we've been doing this show, we've always seen these burgeoning indie ideas of people pushing their own things, yeah. and then they always get subsumed into something. I think we'll see that happen in this year. It's going to go one direction or the other. It'll either finally be something that breaks through or it will be subsumed in some way. My instinct, just based on past experience, goes with the second option. I think we had Kelly Thompson on the previous week and she was talking about how she had the Substack book. And it was always meant to go to Image Comics or we have a lot of like other Substack books are always going to Dark Horse Comics. And it feels like maybe this is my personal perspective but that feels like kind of the end goal, whether they mean it or not, you know? So I don't know. I wonder if it'll go in the other direction. I guess we'll see.
2: Well, Uh, I think everybody wants to reach a larger audience and to do that, you have to really be published. I feel like is a good way to do that. Uh, But the Substack stuff is a way to really build your own fan base and keep them constantly just having access to what you're working on, which is super exciting. And I think that will stay, stay around.
3: Um, Zalbs, what are you drinking over there? Uh, I put my water over there and it's too far to reach. Oh, no. Are you not feeling well? You
0: yeah, okay? I'm, a little, I'm a little under the weather. So, oh, so man, you're drinking a that. distant water, Alex. I Why can't, now? though. It's right. It's like, oh, you can't see this. It's like right
3: out of my reach. Oh, my man. Gosh, man, those what little a T Rex arms a, of yours. Ah, oh,
2: you look at so, so dry. Crushed. Oh, my God. Uh, Pete, well, Pete let me be the better. Pete. Let me be the Pete and ask you what you're drinking
3: right oh, now. Oh, thank you. I'm uh, drinking Florida Man. It's a uh, new beer that I found that is uh, quite potent and delicious.
2: Is it uh, true that it's just water and alligator teeth?
3: Yes, yes. It's uh, Once Confused. you kind of work past the teeth, the alcohol level, uh, uh, alligator teeth really gets you fucked up. I don't know if you know about that. People in Florida know that. Yeah. You know, you can oh, grind it down, know. sniff it, do all sorts of stuff. Gas yeah,
2: stored in a lot of alligator tooth.
0: Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I think that's it for your audience questions. Nice. And now I'm very hesitant to do this, given that everything has been a technical disaster for the past couple of weeks. But it's time for our next section, which is trivia.
3: And for that, we're going to turn it over to Pete LePage. Hey. Right. Hey, I'm here for it. It's actually happening.
2: Yeah, oh, hand up, guy. Going, Pablo, going hard.
3: Pablo's hand up, guy. All right, let's get it. Let's get yes. Pablo in there. Uh, this is the Pablo. part We get back to the lovely audience. It's an opportunity for not Pablo, only a Long John. Wait, hold
0: on, Pablo. Put your headphones in, otherwise it's going to be a horrible echo.
3: Do it now, quickly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but not only I is Pete.
3: it is an opportunity to win Long John Silver's gift card, but you could also get a Midtown Comics gift card as well. Uh, so. Wow. Really depends on uh, if you're mm-hmm. hungry or was, if you want to read comics. Yeah. Or
0: both. I don't know. Maybe
3: you can he get away. Twelve fifty each. Twelve fifty each. Yeah, really it sounds oh, like Pablo's,
2: a, is. A uh,
1: Pablo's.
2: Pablo's coming, coming at us at from, from, a from a campfire. campfire. Oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> Come on now. Hey, hey Pablo. Pablo. Head for Pablo. I'm
3: good.
2: I'm good. <laughs> great.
0: great. Uh, all right, why don't we do this? There's going to be a her- terrible echo. Pablo, turn down your volume a little bit.
2: How's that?
3: No. Sounds good. Yeah, you it's fine. Re- it's fine, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, will roll with it. Take it away, Pete. All right, great. Uh, today's trivia is on topical comic news and a small nod to Bob Penny, RIP. Uh, please listen to all three options before making your selection. Question number one. What TV show's new season is being called the most disgusting thing ever? Is it A, The Boys, season four? B, Uzi Space, season one? Or C, Suzy Base, season 44? (laughs) Just say A, Pablo. Oh, A. Sorry. All right. Nice job. That is correct. The Boys, season four is being dubbed the most disgusting thing ever. So that should be fun television. Question number two, DC's new superhero coming out of Lazarus' planet is called the Blank. Oh, we got a little dog shout-out.
1: Shout-out uh, to Pablo's
3: dog. Oh, hey. uh,
1: That that's a is little, a little dog. Nice.
3: Hey, yeah, you can tell by the bark it's a small dog. I'm here. Hey, adorable dog. Uh, all right, so um, new superhero is called Blank. Is it A, Circuit Breaker, B, Don't Kill My Rooster, or C, Adam Booster? So it's either A, so we can continue this madness, or Adam you could be wrong. It's A. A is correct! Wow. All right, here we go. Last one. What Marvel character is getting a new solo flashback series? Is it A, Punk Era Storm? B, Michael Myers, or C, Pauline Myers?
2: Oh, you guys talked about it earlier. It's the punk era of Storm.
3: Well, that is correct! Yeah. All A's for Pablo. And, Pablo,
0: do you want a gift card to Midtown Comics or Long John Silvers? I'll take the gift
3: card from, from Midtown Comics.
0: Ooh, we have a weird reversal here where it has to be from Long John Silvers. I'm sorry, you got tricked once again. I'm kidding, Pablo. <laughs> send us an email. We will get you all set up. Great seeing you. Great seeing your dog. Have a great night.
2: All right. You too. Later.
0: There we go. Now, as we all know, comics are cool and they're coming out and you can't stop them. So what are you looking forward to, Pete?
3: Well, first I wanted to just uh, plug that I was right. talking, uh, referencing uh, the 1992 banger, uh, My Cousin Vinny.
0: Mm, Why do I mm. always forget that you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ha-ha, success
4: after all. Hello, yeah, Comic Book Club.
3: Is. Did you it just is. force your way in? What's going How on?
4: Welcome Gotham See.
2: If you've been a you guest on this
3: show, you can just bump your way in? Is that what it is?
2: <laughs> it's like a vampire, Alex. You invited him in. i
4: sure did not. Justin, did you invite him in?
2: This platform no, is terrible. I, I don't think I have that power.
4: No, yes, I don't you do. think so. I yeah, think uh, you guys have completely lost control. Ch- try changing the channel. I'm on every channel. <laughs>
3: uh, Nat, what? Are Derek you just to says, to? everyone rush the podcast. We could all be on.
0: <laughs> I need to get out of here. Uh, now, what are you looking forward to that's coming out this week?
4: Oh man, you know, uh, I was check- gonna, I was gonna check out. Uh, the storm has a mohawk. Uh, <laughs> 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 nice. You know, I gotta say, I was winging this. I did not expect to get in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's nice to see your, uh, That's your. We got you this. Your time. creative studio that you're in there. Uh, oh there's...
4: yeah, I got that Lukey McGarry Seinfeld print right there.
3: Ooh, nice, yeah. nice. Um,
0: do I? Sorry, just to ask you guys, do I remove attendee or ban user? <laughs>
3: ban wow. user.
0: I gotta. Uh, I'll find a
4: way around it.
0: Yeah, uh, you probably will. Uh, unregister attendee from event. <laughs> yeah, remove that's the how you gotta do it. Event
1: you
4: you get it? rid of one of me, there's just gonna be another ten of me in the chat. Oh, oh man. my god, this guy's this like high jangled. Revolution's an idea, Alex. You can't you can't kill an idea.
0: Okay, I can remove you from the stage. Get out of here, Hey, you did it. All right. Quick, what are you uh, what are you looking forward to before he works his way back?
3: Uh, this might be surprising, guys, but I'm looking forward to Punisher number nine and Hulk number eleven.
2: Mm. Oh, interesting choices for no reason Justin, at what all. What about you? You know, I got to give it up for Nightwing number one hundred. Oh man, come on! Get
3: right. Re- you got to have a crying bib for that one because it's gets emotional.
2: Legit cried.
3: Uh,
0: yeah. During. Uh, lots of great stuff coming out tomorrow. I'll give a shout out to Art Brute number two from Image Comics. Oh, yeah. Another and, great I mean, book. Maximal Prince, Martin the this Art is on that. Radical Art brutal. Crimes. And I was very excited to check this out after the first issue. And of course, we love the team. Um, also, the other one that I wanted to give a shout out to oh, uh, Chroma number three, also from Image Comics. Uh, this book has been awesome. absolutely gorgeous. And I'm really looking forward to it. I love we're going to be talking uh, about all the Derek oh, yeah, Mainhart,
2: real quick. Sorry, one other Derek Mainhart in the comments, new champion of Shazam 4. Yes, 3, that was such a great read. Um, really enjoyed that. Shazam, uh, also, I'm not a Shazam guy. This was one of the best Shazam stories I've read in so so
3: long. Nat also uh was number 1 by Al Ewing is great as well. Yeah, yeah, I was really looking forward to that too because the Ant-Man
0: series that Al Ewing did was so so good. Yeah. Um so very exciting stuff across the board. Um all of that is going to be in our Stack podcast that comes out Wednesday 9 a.m. in the comic book club feed Is that every, every Wednesday? Every Wednesday. Wow. So far. And it's own dedicated Stack feed and folks that is it for this week's smooth sailing show. <laughs> Alex, Alex <laughs> had a tough smoothest. show. Yeah.
2: I, la- I got to get down with my guy Pete. Talk about some stuff Bucky that had O'Han. no bearing on a comic books. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Eddie Clicker for coming on the show. Definitely check out See, Space Pilots on Kickstarter. Also, thank you to Paul Alora for trying very very hard almost an hour to get into the show despite it not working definitely check out pink midnight presents the butterfly house over on zoom because it is absolutely awesome next week on the show matt kint is going to be back spy superb and maybe we can get out a little bit about the end of berserker as well very curious to talk to him about that Uh, so that should be very cool if you want to support the show and all the shows we do Patreon.com slash comic book club. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice at Comic Book Live on Twitter, Comic Book Club Live on Instagram and TikTok. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, good night.
2: Good night, everybody. Take care of yourself out there. How many
3: gnats are there?
2: (laughs) Kick out all the gnats. There's a gnats in this. G-N-A-T's in this. What's so special about Hero
0: Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious
2: serving.